simping for Walker. You know we're simping for Walker. Oh, simping for Walker. You know we're simping for Walker. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the newest episode of Simpin' for CW's Walker, starring Jared Padalecki. That is the full Today, name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 4, the fourth episode overall, entitled Don't Fence Me In. Hell yeah. Um, the synopsis reads, in case you missed it last episode, or if you're completely new here, Mickey is uncomfortable with the spotlight Captain James puts on her during a current investigation. Walker learns there was trouble while he was away, and August stumbles upon some secrets from his father's time undercover. Lots of stuff going on this week. A lot of stuff, lot of stuff going on this week. So I, I'm very excited to, to dive in, because this was probably one of the most packed episodes of the show, which is good. Yeah, um, yeah. Because the show... Uh, <laughs> In the past couple episodes, kind of been a little um, vapid, yeah. and so I'm I'm excited to, to actually see like oh shit there's some sh- there's some stuff going on here that isn't just oh I like that scene with family members. I, so. I think the I think the best thing this episode do- did compared to the last three is that and the, the last episode bobblehead it almost did this but nobody gave a fuck about Hoyt Rollins. So, <laughs> no. I think what I think what this episode done well was it had a case of the week, and mm-hmm. it presented specific situations around the case, and it made it more prevalent because those first two episodes, uh, I cannot tell you for the life of me what those cases were. I remember the first one had something to do with the cartel. I think. Yeah, that was. I remember the first episode mainly just because I think it's funny how they had a a, a scene set to hip-hop where walker beat the shit out of some guys like that's great in that regard yeah um then the second episode dude i can't tell you i know there was some fire that burned down a stable and some horse girl in it or something a horse got got kidnapped or something right i think the more i think about it episode two probably the worst episode of the season so far it was uh, um not a whole lot happened I may have said in the episode two podcast that it's better than episode one, but quite frankly, I don't know. I, I, well, keep in I, mind I, that, that, that Jay and I, the good boys yes. over here at Simpson for Walker, <laughs> we, uh, we are going into these podcast episodes hyping the fuck out of the episode, regardless of how good it is. This is true. <laughs> this is true. So what we say may not be accurate because I'm looking back at my scores on, on IMDb where I have them logged. By the way, I'm going to my IMDb. I'll put my profile link in the description along with Zach's if he wants to. Yeah. Um, you can see my scores for a bunch of episodes, a bunch of TV shows I watch, but prim- primarily Walker. Um, and I have episodes one and two at a six out of ten, just a straight six, right? Same. Nothing special. And so it's like I really don't know which one I prefer. I have episode three out of seven. And then I'll talk about my episode four score when we get to the end of this episode of talking about the uh, the episode. I do want to say overall, though, this is probably my favorite episode of Walker. Yeah. Um, I think it is. It's probably the strongest episode. I think it's the strongest. And, yeah. And Not that even comes just down in to... terms of like it having a, a story that's comprehensible. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but also it kind of like got me interested in what the next episode might be i 
I was, I was, I'm going to say, I was flabbergasted. Yeah, because yeah, um, I haven't been he, looking forward to the next episode of Walker. I've lo- been looking forward to the next episode of Simpin' for Walker. Walker, for me, be the type of show where I'm never looking forward to the next episode. It'd yeah. just be a case of, oh, the new episode out, right? And then yeah. we watch it. But Pretty now much. I'm like, damn, I'm kind of looking forward to the next episode of the Kinda show. interesting. Um, uh, basically the episode as you know if you've seen it is about um you know the the case that they're trying to solve between this like corrupt cop who by the way i knew was evil as soon as they introduced him i just didn't want to say anything to zach when we watched it but i figured zach knew he was a bad guy too very very easy i kind of laid down during that part if i'm gonna be honest with you (laughs) um the, the rest of the show, I was pretty in tune with it, but during that, like, bar scene with Mickey and everybody, yeah. I was just kind of like, there's a lot of people here. I don't really care. Let's just move on. I, I, I was watching that, and I'm like, yeah, that dude definitely, that dude definitely the bad guy. And, yeah. and I don't want to say that I outright understand everything about the plot of this episode, uh, because there's still some things I feel like were, weren't uh, explained properly, or it just wasn't as interesting. But at its core, it is easily the most interesting like episode single episode plot that i've had mm-hmm. because it's got like the cop cheating on the cop is dating this married woman and then the guy died right and so then he frames it on this like i think it was a he was like a mexican dad is that what yeah it was? yeah well no nah, he wasn't um, the dad he was the dad but he was white if i'm not mistaken yeah. the the which is why they didn't know that oh the guy okay, they got yeah. framed on was the son until much later on yeah, and then they started, like, then we had, like, Mickey saying that she didn't like being, you know, being this, like, uh, this, like, golden, like, cop for the for the police force. Right. Whenever they were hurting people like her, which I thought was a pretty good plot. I enjoyed that a lot. It's another, like, very surface level uh, social mm. issue, but I felt like they handled it well. They, they rooted it to a character that actually I care about. Not to say I don't yeah. care about... Stella's friend, but I don't care about Stella's friend. And so it's like to actually like give it to a character that I like and care about. I'm like, fair enough. I, I like what they did with it. But yeah, the the dude and then at the end, I want to say at the very end, where they're in the car with the cop, and then Mickey like drops the ball that they know it's him, and then yeah. Walker like gets on the thing, is like pull over. Like that shit was kinda epic. It was dumb. I was- <laughs> I, I, I wish like, that there had been a little bit more tension built up for that because I wasn't I like I wasn't worried for Mickey's life until after he pulled the gun out. I felt like I yeah. should have been very uncomfortable <laughs> in the situation, but I wasn't at all. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really an instance of where I was like, yo, this is epic until like she she like dropped the ball that she knew what was going on. And then Walker was like, pull over. And then like the, the, the shit started getting real. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I, I was like, that's cool. I like that ending. I, I really do. Um, and I, I mentioned to Zach, we we're watching him. Like they finally had an ending to an episode that wasn't incomprehensible because yeah. that's been another thing. It's like, I don't know what I, I watched the Hoyt Rollins episode, but bro, I don't know how that episode plot ended. There was some action and I was like, okay, cool. Too much. Happened. I guess that, I, mean, I like sent I guess him that's to the wrong the place. And then, he, like, disappeared, and I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Hoyt Rollins probably the worst character the show's ever introduced, but that's neither <laughs> here nor there. Um, uh, but he from Valor. Uh, <laughs> Jay, he I hate from that Valor, so much. Bro. 
guest speaking of being starring. <laughs> speaking of being from other shows, the writer of this episode I wanted to touch on once I found this out, but apparently the writer of the episode Don't Fence Me In is the writer of a couple of Doom Patrol episodes, <laughs> which I think was 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 pretty interesting. Um because I've heard a lot of good things about Doom Patrol. And uh, Doom Patrol and Walker, in my mind, don't go together. No, they're wildly so... different. She's also <laughs> written um, some cop shows as well. Yes, yes, which makes so sense. It makes like sense. She wrote, and she did write on Valor. Yeah. So it's kind <laughs> of like, but apparently her episodes of Doom Patrol are also like really strong episodes, like the three that she's written. So whenever I heard that, I was like, that's kind of cool. That's cool. Um, and, and it, you know, it kind of makes sense. The showrunner of the show is married to Jeremy Carver, who's the showrunner of uh, Doom Patrol. And Jeremy Carver was also the showrunner of Supernatural at some point uh, through seasons 8 to, to 11. So it's just nice, like, everything's connected because Jared Padalecki was also on Supernatural. So it, it's pretty pretty epic. To, we even to got a Supernatural uh, little Easter egg. We, we did. We did. <laughs> Uh, when uh, when August is on Walker's burner phone, uh, he sees something that says Winchester Auto, and I quite I quite enjoyed that. I thought that was a really really funny Easter egg. Yeah, I'm glad you picked that up because I didn't. Yeah, I saw it. I was like Winchester Auto. I was like that's funny as fuck. Yeah. Moving on. Point is that plot is really good. The the main plot of the episode, it's good, right? I enjoyed yeah. it. Has a good climax. I also really like the scene whenever they're fucking in the um. And the, the the police station going over the uh, the the facial recognition footage. There was just yeah. some like some like like quirky like dialogue there that was like this kind of funny. It was um it was interesting. They have this entire like hacking scene. Mm-hmm. Like this this woman that's in her sixties <laughs> Yeah does the <laughs> thought I was watching like fucking hacking. Thought I was watching like criminal minds or, or something. NCIS like, or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was it was it was a very quirky is, is a good way to put it. It, it wasn't I, I, just, I didn't personally think it was good. I thought it was kind of laughable. Um, I enjoyed the um <laughs> the fucking, when they start like hugging and everyone's like, whoa, like yeah. they're piecing together like this kind of funny. There's almost like it's a, a uh, um there's almost like a theme of cheating in this episode. There is, there is, which is so, nice because it's nice to be able to, to like latch on to an actual uh, thematic element in the <laughs> show because like, I don't feel like there's been yeah. anything like that in the prior episodes, which is, it, it's fascinating. Moving on from the main plot of the episode, we got a couple subplots. So first of all, I want to talk about the Walker Jr. subplot. Uh, his name August, <laughs> but I like calling him Walker Jr. Walker Jr. Um, basically, they're kind of like moving stuff in. I think moving some of Walker's stuff into the house, and they move in a box of of stuff. And Walker's like, "Yeah, that's my old work stuff. Don't touch that." But uh, but August don't fucking care, right? He didn't listen. Yeah, no. So he takes this dude's phone and a camera, and then just like fucks off for half the episode while we pay attention to the main plot. Turns out. He develops a photo, finds Walker in this random chick, and then it like goes into his phone, his his burner phone, and finds out like like that he has her in the contact list. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Walker Jr. is like, oh shit, my dad cheating, 
right? But it's clear to to me at least that it was a uh, that it was his like undercover gear. Yeah. But then we find out maybe at the end of the show, like maybe there was something going on, right? In, at the end of this episode, maybe. which um, which is leading into what Zach and I were talking about about being excited for the next episode because the ending of this episode kind of wild. It's like an actual like cliffhanger. It's a it cliffhanger insane. that's gonna lead into the plot of the next episode, and it's like, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of wild. Like, I'm a little surprised. like they they got this song playing, which you know not a great song I or anything, but like it's like for sure that yeah <laughs> that August was gonna confront his dad in like four episodes from now, but the fact yeah. they did it in the <laughs> same episode like they got some balls for that. Also, I like the fact that August confronting his father wasn't, like, this long, drawn-out, melodramatic, like, you're che- you were cheating on mom, yeah. or mom just died, and you're, like, like the fact that it was, like, a more, like, he was just confused we're made it a lot better Dale. of a scene. No Riverdale here, boys. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did enjoy the confrontation between Walker and August. I thought that was a good scene. And then he was like, how about you take a picture of us? Which I thought was also a good scene. Yeah. Um, and then the lead into, um, to again, the scene where he sees that for some reason, his dumbass son texted the woman. Like, even yeah. if, even if he was cheating, what'd you get from texting the woman? Right? Like, where does that, what does that add? <laughs> I, I did but, enjoy uh, seeing the, the text later on though, because Walker's secret identity when he was undercover was Duke Culpepper. That's the funniest shit I've ever heard. (laughs) I kind of prefer that over Cordell Walker, if I'm being honest. You know, know, it might be better. Like the show could have just been called fucking like Culpepper. (laughs) (laughs) Or Duke. Or Duke, dude. (laughs) But that's the next episode name, Duke. That is the next episode name. But another thing, before that cliffhanger, right? They like, they they have the scene of like, of of Walker's brother, Liam, talking to this guy. And it's like, I think it's, was it Mickey at the end? I didn't didn't pick up who he was talking to. I was confused. But he was talking to somebody about how the captain of the, uh, the force is like hiding evidence, like to Emily's case from Walker. Yeah. And so, like, there's some, like, conspiracy going on now. No, it was, um, yeah, it was his brother talking to some woman. It was, like, some new woman that's never been mm, seen mm. before. Okay. uh, Yeah, apparently Captain James told Walker a couple of episodes ago, it might have even been the pilot, to stop worrying about his dead wife's case. So he just told him to leave it alone. Yes. And then, after he told him to leave it alone, he, Captain James put out the case files again. So something, something's happening. They figured something. Yeah, that was, that was a pretty, you know, we were talking about how like the scene with Mickey confronting like the corrupt cop should have been the tense scene. I, that was the tense scene for me where I was like, yeah, I, you know, what they doing? Like, what, what's going on? Like, hold on. I, I enjoyed that a good bit. Um, the other things that happened in this episode, there were two more kind of minor plots. There was, I think I think Stella Walker's daughter is going to some sort of um I think it's like community, community service. service thing. So yeah. it's like that was ranch. like one of the Yeah, it was at a ranch where she's gotta like work uh with, with them there. That was kind of um an okay kind of plot of the episode. I wasn't too interested in that. So, yeah. so 
But it, it is what it is. I enjoyed some of the moments, but they're clearly setting up that, like, she about to get with this guy, this, like, this, like, other kid that she meets there. So that's whatever, I guess. I think they can do what they want. He's, um, he's, he's literally, like, in college. It might even be, like, his first year. And she's supposed to be 17. So, Mm -hmm. uh, we might end up getting, like, a, I can't believe you're dating an older boy type thing or something. Uh, that'd be fucking epic. You know, cool, I guess. I'm looking forward to that shit. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love when they fucking hit you with the drama, dude. With the pedophile. So drama. epic. <laughs> <laughs> Walker, Walker been surprisingly good about not like drawing out the drama. So I'll be interested to see what they do. I agree. Also, another thing, there will be no coming out plot for Liam because they called, uh, they called Brett Liam's fiance. So. There's not so he's out. Who called? So that's it? good. His, the their mom. Okay. Brett Liam's fiance. Yeah. So they already know. They already know. Yes. So there will be no coming out plot. So I wonder what's the. Maybe they heard. Maybe they got backlash about it or something. They decided not to do it or. Because I don't it's know. it's very clear in that scene, early on, and it's like what episode two. It's very clear that that his somebody in his family it might just be Cordell actually doesn't know yeah I don't know that, so. it's it's interesting so I, I'm, I'm fine with it to not oh, have a stupid we'll coming out plot where, where the family's pissed off like it'd be funny but it's it's kind of whatever so I that was just an interesting little bit that I picked up on um, and then that's that's basically it for the major plots there's also Mickey and her boyfriend which I'm sorry this guy's still definitely leaving the show by the end of the season. There's no way this guy's sticking around for much more after this. I think I so. I just don't see it happening. I like him enough. Like he's a fine. He's player. fine. Yeah, they have like good. Um, they have good chemistry too. Yeah. But I'm just like, I'm, I'm just thinking about it, and I'm like, there's no real like way that he's. There's no character direction for him going forward. Apparently, he's um. um he just started a job as an assistant, uh, coach and sports medicine person at the at a middle school or elementary school or something so my thoughts are he gonna cheat on her with a teacher it, it may it may be like that coupled with some well you're always at work you know you're always you're, you're letting your job consume you so then he's like so I'm, I'm not getting enough loving from you which yeah, may lead to uh to, to them breaking up which you know, whatever. He's a fine enough character. I don't have an issue with him. I I think he's kind of, <laughs> and this is entirely intentional. But this dude goofy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm I really enjoy any scene that we get with him. I'm it's telling like... you, he looked like King Badge, <laughs> and like he he literally comes in this episode with a fucking towel around him, like it's a cape. <laughs> yeah. And I asked you, I said, bro, where's the comically large spoon? Where is <laughs> yeah, that? We're the big spoon. <laughs> oh Lord, it's it's special. That's what he is. He's a special <laughs> character, and I don't mind him either. Right? Like not at all. There's just not much just they can do with him in a show about Walker. No, no. Yeah. There's like there's a limit to where you can do with him besides turning, unless they like turn him into a bad guy or something, which, which I don't I think hope they, they will. Don't I don't think they will because that would be ass. But I really hope um, they don't. He seemed too wholesome. Yeah, that's my thing, and that's why I'm, like, trying to find, like, what they could do with him to not, like, other than, like, turn him into a bad guy. 
The other thing is, like, we're starting to build up some chemistry between Walker and Mickey. And, like, I dead-ass think in, like, three seasons these people don't get married. It's it's probably likely, yeah. <laughs> like, I just see it doing I'm, uh, if the show goes on for long enough. Yeah, <laughs> season five. Zach brought that up. He was like, can't wait for season five where they get married. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, bro, I can't even imagine a Walker <laughs> season five. Like, I was like, Walker could be a fucking FBI agent undercover trying to break into Guantanamo Bay to free mm. some prisoners in a conspiracy against the president in Walker season five. Yeah. They could do anything. This I got no fucking clue. I got no clue. This is true. We also know that, like, a lot of the boost for the, the numbers for Walker, because it is getting pretty good, like, ratings right now. It's, um, it's literally just because Jared Padalecki is in it. So if the show continues past season two, I, it would have to, like, actually bring in ratings. And if it doesn't, like, they will cancel it immediately. I think it's kind of this, this thing of where we're going to have to see how the, um, how the show does... Uh, on streaming mm. because right now it is doing well I'm looking at the episode li- the episode views episode 1 had 2.44 million episode 2 had 2.11 million episode 3 had 1.86 million and episode 4 they haven't released yet but if it stays around that 1.8 that, that high 1 million viewer count um, that's good for the show because that's the average for the CW yeah. So sure. if it stays around there, that'll be good. And also, when it streams on HBO Max, we'll have to see how it does. But it's already gotten renewed for a season two. True. And the CW has this thing where if a show gets renewed for a second season, it does not end for a while. <laughs> That's how it's been for a long time. Yeah. I cannot think of another show that has ended so soon after it got renewed for a season two. The closest thing is Black Lightning, which is going to end with season four. And even yeah. four seasons is is a good length for a show to go on. Just thinking so. of Walker for four seasons. Is, it's <laughs> <laughs> They've already, there's already a season two. That's the wildest part. Yeah. Like, it's just already happening. Anyway, that's uh, that's about it. For, for Walker season one episode four um, from me I think yeah. that I've uh, got most of uh, what the uh, what the episode was about I think funny moments that I can remember is the beginning of the episode Austin had like a blue wig on that was pretty <laughs> funny yeah uh, the, the sexual tension between Stella and the dude at the ranch mm-hmm. um, also also Cordell <clears throat> He, uh, he shows up at the ranch and yeah. Stella gets scared. She's like, I don't want him to see me here or something. Calls him That's a like, dork. Like, okay. It's like the funniest scene in the entire ranch plot line. So that was yeah. good. Um, but yeah, no, um, I I liked the episode. I liked it a lot. I'm going to say 100%. This is the first episode of Walker where I was like fully invested in pretty much everything going on. And the ending was pretty strong. So... I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was solid. I'm going to give it a 7 still, like the last episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it was it was it was better than what we've seen. I'm going to hit it with a fat uh, a fat um a fat 8. I'm going to hit it with an 8. Oh, really? Okay. I really I really enjoyed this episode. Okay, bro. This is um I could bump it down to a 7, but like I'm trying to think and I'm like 
I'm like, no, I, I really enjoyed this episode. It's a, it's a light eight out of 10. And it's a, it's, it's, it's an eight purely because I think that they did a good job with the main storyline of the episode. They did a good job with the family stuff and the climax is really good. You know, a yeah. good ending to an episode can really bump it up because otherwise it'd be like a strong seven for me. But, uh, it's but no, closer I to an episode. eight than a six for me. And it's wild because, like, the pilot, I gave a six, but it was closer to a five than a seven. Yeah. The yeah. second episode was a straight six for me, and then mm-hmm. episode three was was closer to a closer to a six than an eight, but I still gave it a seven. So, like, we've we've continuously got better each week, so that's pretty good. Which I'm I'm pretty happy with that. I'm I think next episode to we're gonna get an eight for me. It's very possible. It looked dope. <laughs> we watched that. We watched that promo. That promo was actually pretty cool. So I'm looking yeah. forward to the next episode. Speaking of which, it's my favorite moment of the <laughs> podcast where we talk about the next episode. Hell yeah. It's the next episode called Duke. And uh, the synopsis reads, When his past unexpectedly collides with his present life, Walker is forced to resume his undercover identity to keep his family safe. Mickey gets caught up in Walker's old case, and August threatens to blow his father's cover. So, so it's going to be epic. It is going to be certifiably epic. I cannot wait for Walker to be referred to as Duke the entire episode. And then have some dude be like, hey, Cordell, what's up? And the girl's going to be like, who's Cordell? Or some shit like that. Yeah. It's going to be wonderful. Well, there's a um, spoilers, I guess, for the promo. Uh, there's like a scene where Cordell has to tell his son to get oh, out of yeah. and not like he doesn't yeah. even know him and uh, the comments on the promo was like wow I can't believe Jared Padalecki's acting he looks so distraught by telling his son to get away I'm like yeah I guess <laughs> but it seemed like a pretty powerful scene so I'm, I'm gotta look yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to that Jer- I wanted to say and I've said it before um, I think on the podcast but Jared's acting in the show is pretty strong which Coming out of somebody from, like, me who's watched 15 seasons of Supernatural, um, it may not be weird for Zach because we're currently watching the show and we're in season five back when Jared's acting was still good. Yeah. Um, but coming off the end of Supernatural, that dude did not fucking care about that show for the past, like, for the last five seasons of it. I swear. I he is, it is, he is such a boring screen presence in the last few seasons of that show. So seeing him, like, act again, I was like, oh. Yeah, this is what it was like when Jared actually cares about a project he's working on. I just think it's funny the project he cares about is 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 Walker, uh, a Walker Texas Ranger reboot on the yeah, CW. It's really funny. So, well, hey, I'd prefer him to get way too into it than to than to not like it. So, oh, I'm 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 happy he's he's yeah I'm happy he's into it and portraying yeah. the character well and acting well. Because I don't think I'd be interested in the show if it was just more Supernatural seasons 12 through 15, Jared. Where he just doesn't give a fuck about anything that he's doing. There's literal, like, behind-the-scene clips where Jared (laughs) fucks up a line. And he's like, oh, did I mess up? Oops. And he just gets back into where he's got to be. I'm like, damn. (laughs) Damn, dude. (laughs) Shit's funny. So, he seems to be, again, enjoying this show a lot more which is dope because uh i'm not enjoying it more than supernatural but it'd be funny if i said that i was so i'm gonna go ahead and say i like walker more than supernatural because it's a funny thing to say i 
I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I love as, that. As, as what I said with the last episode, go down below to get a link to the Walker Gifts Twitter account. They have not started posting episode four gifts yet, but they will soon. They have submissions open. So if you have some submissions, go ahead and uh, give them to the Walker Gifts account. Not and also sponsored. in the description. We just love them. Not sponsor. I just fucking love this account. Uh, we don't run it either. I don't want you to get that. No, that, no, that, uh, no idea who runs it. I have no clue. It's just an epic Twitter account that I'm always happy to see Walker gifts from. And also the Walker soundtrack playlist on Spotify will also be in the description. Hopefully that will be updated with episode four songs too. So I can bang out uh, to some weird music choices this show makes. Yeah. Yeah, I told you during this episode, I was like, I have no earthly idea where they find the songs for this show. It's like, it's like a tier between radio hit and, uh, and like epidemic sound, like, like royalty free audio library. It's somewhere in between the two. Yeah. And it, uh, it, it, like, it reminds me of like the Netflix version of the first season of Supernatural. Where it's like it's somewhere in between an actual song that would get played on the radio and a YouTube audio library. So I'm definitely looking forward to to seeing who the fuck these artists are. Yeah. Because I've never heard of these songs. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, you can find me at YouTube.com slash JayTheZoomster. You can find me at YouTube.com slash YourEverydayNerd. And this has been Simpin' for walker heck yeah we'll see you next week boys next week i'm gonna introduce myself as cordell walker too i'm gonna introduce myself as hoyt rollins fuck hoyt